0: You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast
1: One.
0: CarCast is brought to you by Dodge. This year, take winter head on with all wheel drive. Hurry into the Dodge Start Something New event and see what it's like to own the road no matter what the conditions are. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator. DeAndrea with Goldberg on the phone. Happy New Year. Oh. Oh, man. Thank you, guys, for listening, sticking with us for over the holidays. Got a couple of best of shows out there. And uh, before we kick it off, let me tell you about Dodge. While others are snowed in this holiday season, you can hit the snow-covered roads in a brand-new all-wheel-drive Dodge vehicle. Or for us out here, it's raining, so all-wheel-drive is good as well. Visit your local Dodge dealership today for great deals on the big Dodge finish uh, sales event. All right, guys. Um, lots of fun stuff happening over the uh, over the little holiday break. Um. Let's see. Bill, you got a red eye. (laughs) You finally took delivery of that car. Um, uh, When did it happen? It was like Christmas Day or something? It was like right around that time, right?
2: You know, uh, I I think uh, you guys strategically uh, sit back there and figure out what to start the show off with, uh, the first one of the year. let's, Let's do a very positive subject as opposed to, Although the red eye, you know, it is in my possession, but me acquiring it was a whole other issue, and I got asses to bury and asses to kick and all kind of stuff. But let's just say, let's just leave it at. Thank you, Kevin Hellman and Mark Trussell. Uh, you know, I and Dodge, I can't thank y'all enough. The car is absolutely fantastic. Local dealers. You know, you need to be smashed, jackhammered, and speared. But um, <laughs> wait till I go into this one, dude. But it's a fantastic car, man. And uh, Santa Claus is very happy. But um, yeah, do you want to hear the particulars? I mean, it's a it's a it's a really funny story. <laughs> yeah, let's do it.
0: Tell us what's going on. I mean, how how did it all go down? I mean, we want to hear a little bit about the car, but uh, but tell well, us well, like what it, it, what. It, it,
2: when you get the when you get the big boys from Dodge, you know, trying to pull some strings to try to help Santa Claus get his sleigh before Christmas,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you know, you get a phone call. I'm very uh, greatly appreciative of everything that these guys did. Man, they text me and phone calls, you know, over the holiday and trying to get this thing coordinated, and um, you know. I'm Jewish, so, I mean, Christmas-wise, Hanukkah's over. I mean, i got a lot of time to spare, but not everybody else does, and they want to spend it with their family. And so um, I'm greatly, again, appreciative of everybody jumping through hoops to get my car Friday night um, uh, off the train in Mesa and on a truck Saturday morning headed to the dealership Mm -hmm. prior to Christmas. And I'm in phone contact and texting back and forth, and getting specifics on the car, and I'm at, I, I go to the dealership Saturday morning, and you know <clears throat> nobody knows their ass from the holo ground there, so nobody knows where the car is. Uh-huh. But I, you know I, I get the I get the the news from the big boys, you know of its proximity, and so I'm trying to be as patient as humanly possible. It's the weekend; they don't have you know full staff in, so I call back a couple hours later, no car. This is Saturday before Christmas, so I'm trying to keep my composure. And uh Kevin's telling me the car is you know he, he's trying to get specific details as to when the car was signed off. Yeah. And it's hard to lose give me the location, a red eye. Right? It's
0: it's kind of like a hard car to lose because it's it's pretty special and there's not many out there yet. It's it's not like a truck showed up with you know, with twelve, you know, uh, a you know Ram fifteen hundreds on them, and you don't know which one is yours, right? So
2: there were like, three red eyes on this shipment on yeah. the truck, and and this dealership does, is not known for getting uh, a lot of SRT you know vehicles. Let's just put it that way,
0: right? So and, even as a fan, you know, like at the dealer, you'd want to you'd probably stand there and look at the truck and like check out the red eyes. We got a few here and. You know, snap some pictures for social media. Like somebody should take notice that
2: they're there. You would think you you would think so, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And so and so, uh, so it's Saturday night. I somehow get to sleep without location of my car. Uh, Sunday morning comes up. Uh, I show up, no car. Nobody knows anything. <clears throat> so I come back. And I'm still waiting. Kevin's trying to get a hold of the logistics, the West Coast logistics guy, who I completely understand is not you know, going to get back to me immediately on Sunday, two days before Christmas. Um, and <laughs> so I call, I call the one, another local dealership, and I said, listen, um, I've got a, a car, and it says that it's been delivered. Is there any way you can check your inventory? And I told him what it was, and he goes, Oh, God, no, no red eyes have been delivered here today, but if you give me your VIN, I can check its exact location. (laughs)
1: Mm
2: -hmm. So so he goes, Well, it was delivered at 1030, and it was signed off by so-and-so at 1123, and it's in this location, which is the dealership that I had been going to the last three days, and the car had been there the whole time. So unbeknownst to them, because of stupidity or or pushed aside by them because of laziness, no one knew where my car was. That's weird. That's just weird. (laughs) So I called the general manager, and I gave him the backstory. And I told him that Goldberg, a.k.a. Santa Claus, will be coming in hot at 7.30 the next morning (laughs) at your dealership, and I want my keys and, and, and my car yeah and let's just say i I was there at seven. no, I gave till nine, and this is the day after christmas, and <laughs> um the car was up on the left, and nothing had been done to it and i I left there with uh, probably fifteen minutes later or twenty minutes later and uh I drove to the other local dealership to thank them for finding <laughs> finding my car for me
0: that's weird like there's not even a Let's just walk around the lot for a minute and see if it's here.
2: No, <laughs> oh, there, there's a, there's a, see, going on all the posts, thank all the Dodge guys and all the enthusiasts out there, but going to all the posts, you hear all the stories about cars being dropped off the rail and then how long it'd been sitting at the yard and how long it took to get on the truck. And then the truck delivered it and it sat here and then it's the holding area and then it didn't show up at the dealership and, you know, you 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 think that you're not going to live that exact experience, and um, I, I thought the process was was wonderful because of the, the you know Kevin and and Mark had taken such wonderful care, and it, how can you lose a red eye? Yeah. And um, you know, but let's just say that the locals uh, didn't uphold their end of the bargain, and uh, pretty much proved uh, used car salesman mentality in the new you know car salesman. Uh, world but it, it unbelievable it was unbelievable so i got a new dealer and they're awesome uh up in temecula and uh the car is absolutely fantastic so what was a uh negative experience and one that a lot of uh car guys can empathize with because they have been waiting for their vehicles for probably long periods of time in some cases but Um, yeah, the end result's an awesome one, but man, what a sordid tale that one was.
0: It's such a weird thing. It's, it's like, you're, you're not asking these guys to, to, you know, go out and find you something special for lunch. Like you're not asking them for something completely out of their wheelhouse. You're asking them. I
2: could go full into it, man. Yeah. (laughs) You
0: know, you're saying your business is pretty much getting cars, selling cars, why is that process seem to be so difficult for, you know, like that's what you do. That's like that's your core business. Why does it seem so complicated to do? And, you know, I, I get it. And, you know, for, for guys like you, for anybody out there buying a new car, I, I don't care if the car is $20,000 or $120,000, whoever you are, that's still a big purchase. It's a big purchase. It's exciting. It's, it could be a little nerve wracking sometimes. And, and you know, again, this isn't this isn't like somebody screwed up your order and they brought you the wrong type of French fries, <laughs> you know, like like this is this is an expensive car, you know.
2: Oh man, uh, <laughs> these guys are. Let's just cut to the chase. They were absolute imbeciles. And if you take, I, I, I took myself out of the equation. I took Santa Claus and the commercial out of the equation. I took the and I just looked at it as a pure enthusiast, and I try to eloquate you know, that to people, because I don't, I'm no different than anybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I was on the commercial, but at the end of the day, here we go, um, I, I was mm-hmm. a, a, a guy coming out with uh, a check, and I wanted to pick up a car, and I, therefore, I wanted to hand a check to somebody for something that they produce. Right? Yeah. I, I, it was a handoff, and I, and I didn't ask them produ- them to produce it in front of me. I asked them to hand it to me. Basically, you know, and, and the lack of enthusiasm and the lack of just the ability to do their job was completely flabbergasting throughout this process. And so ladies and gentlemen, whether it's Goldberg or, or Joe Schmo, uh, sometimes, you know, getting a vehicle, man, what a pain in the ass. Yeah. So have a good local dealer, man. That, that's all I can say.
0: Yeah. It, it, it there, there's got to be systems in place to track this kind of stuff, track your VIN, and call up and 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 do that. But I, I wish there was a, a a smoother process because you know, it, it, like I said, they're big purchases. They're exciting for people. You you know you want to be happy with it, and and you don't want to have stories like this. But um,
2: well, anyway, and, so, I'm not, and hey, dude, I you know all the stories that I saw online mm-hmm. and that I've heard, I, I ain't crying by any means. I'm lucky as hell to have this car when I have it. And the fact that I got it, you know, one day after Christmas, and it should have been a couple of days before. I mean, there were a lot of people jumped through hoops to make this happen, and I'm greatly appreciative of that. But it pal- my story pales in comparison to other people trying to get vehicles throughout the years and their experience. Oh, yeah. So that's that's I'm, the I'm sad part. I'm not trying part. by any means. I'm just bitching.
0: Yeah, the sad part is, is it happens so often that... There are entire forums and things online and it all, like so many people that go through this kind of stuff. But anyway, you, like you said, it's it's a car. You know, it's a big purchase. It's nerve wracking, but it's, you know, it's still a car. It's not a kidney. And uh, uh, exactly. uh, well, what are you going to do about it? But um, uh, I'm glad you got it. It's a, it's a little hectic that things worked out the way they did. But um, uh, so tell us, tell us a little bit about the car. I mean, you, you put a few miles on it and having some fun with it.
2: 500 clicks on the odometer today will be surpassed, hopefully, and then I will light them up and the tires up, and people will be able to see how much fun this car is. So you've just it, been cruising awesome. around, breaking it, it in a little bit. Well, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, uh, I've, 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 yes, I've had a little bit of fun with it. I've taken it on the highway. I haven't had too much fun with it uh, under 60, <clears throat> under 40 miles an hour. But uh, you know, around fifth and sixth gear, it's been very entertaining. It takes corners, it, it heats them up. It still weighs forty six hundred pounds, you know, so it's it's lumbering. But it's 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 one hell of a um, of an addition to their lineup. Um, it is a very drivable and fun demon, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's a beautiful car, and and I, I love it. It's have, a lot of fun.
0: Have you thought about it? Have you sort of broken down a little bit? Maybe the differences between the, your Hellcat, your Demon, and your Red Eye.
2: There, yeah, I broke. Yeah, I, I drive. I've driven the Red Eye and the and the Charger Hellcat already today. I mean, I get a great comparison every now, time the, I get in. Now the Demon,
0: um, the Demon's different brakes, different suspension, different. You know, similar. Pretty much same engine, you know, give or take a couple of horsepower. But uh, how do they ride differently? Does 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 the Demon suspension feel softer or more drag
2: racy compared Demon to the Red most, Eye? Or? Most definitely. The, you know, it's all predicated upon the wheels or the tires that they're on too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got big three twenty five, pretty much. You know, drag slicks on the Demon now because. I've re- relocated it to a straight line car. Its suspension in going around corners is, <clears throat> you know, it pales in comparison compared to the to the to the red, uh, eye. red eye, um, now, and to the Hellcats.
0: Now, for for, um, for the red eye, though,
2: purpose built
0: is is the red eye stay in stock? Uh, you're already doing a wheel and tire change on it, right? You're going to get some more meat on the ground
2: yeah do it doing yeah i got the uh, nittos actually yesterday um and yeah do HRE's getting the wheels for them extremely soon we're doing a big photo shoot with it and i think the you know it's going to ride differently it's going to ride a lot better um no question once i make that swap but i really I, I don't have anything negative to say about the car right now it's it's the best of both worlds you know how much I love that the Charger, the Hellcat Charger. Yeah. And I drive that thing every day. And now it's been pushed to the side because uh, the Red Eye is a tame version of the Demon Motor with the Hellcat suspension and uh, a very nice ride. And it's got a good feel to it. You know, and I've got the low profile uh, 315s uh, on the, uh, I'll have the low profile Nitto 315s on the Red Eye. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it's going to, it's, it's going to bite the ground big time. And it's wait, I'll, I'll let you drive. I'll bring it. I'm going to bring it up sometime soon. Mm-hmm. And, okay. uh, I, I, uh, NCIS in two weeks, I think. And, uh, I want you to drive the car you tell me what you think, because you drove the, it was the white body Hellcat at, yeah. uh, at roadkill nights, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was.
2: Yeah. And so you'll see the hundred horsepower difference pretty much. Um, but it it, it it's it, it still tame in comparison, but you can still kill yourself at the drop of a hat. Oh sure, you know, <laughs> it, It's it's a. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. It's a. Uh, they really did a good job molding the two feels in the demon and the Hellcat in making the the red eye. Yeah. Well, we and I love the the and I love the color. The triple nickel. It's the new one of the new colors they came out with. And it's 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 beautiful.
0: You did triple nickel with the black hood, right?
2: Yeah, I ordered the black hood and the black roof and the black trunks so that I'd get it sooner. It, they had a little bit of a hiccup at the factory with the paint with triple nickel, and actually it was three panels less that they had to paint, so I could get the car a week earlier. Oh,
1: so that's there was funny.
2: a lot that was done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the build of this car to get it exactly when. I was supposed to get it. And yeah. you know, it's just a shame <laughs> that the big boys handed it off to the little boys and the little boys crapped their pants with it. You know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, um speaking about these uh these projects, um did you get the uh elephant crate engine?
2: I did not. You know, we're 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 you know, that's in the uh presentation right now. The Hellman and the guys down in Mooresville. Are presenting that to the powers that be, and uh, it has—it's a delicate process, mm-hmm. and you—you—you you, you know exactly how that process is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what, it's, what do you it, want to it, do? It has with it? to go to the right people, you know.
0: Yeah. But, what What do you want to do with that engine?
2: Well, we were going to put it in the uh, the skinny tire uh, Hellcat Challenger that I have that's in Mooresville, and we're making it a, a wide body car, and we're gonna we're gonna race it.
0: Okay. Okay. So you're going to engine swap the Hellcat.
2: Yeah, it's and if and if Dodge if we don't get signed off with the Hellifant, then I'm picking up the phone and the Hellion boys are going to twin turbo the uh, yeah. original motor.
0: Which look, even if you get the Hellifant, now you're now you've got a Hellcat engine for something else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. No question hey. Hey hey, great minds think alike, my friend. That's <laughs> right. also leverage.
0: Yeah, that's also you know?
2: leverage. Um That equate that equates to to, you know, work time and stuff. Hey, this there's a fifteen hundred mile motor right there. Just keep it for twenty hours of your time. Whatever.
0: And uh You know the deal. You know the deal. And have you had a chance to talk in with uh check in with a buddy Mark Warman? He's working on your truck.
2: Yeah, man. The, uh, the truck is uh, It's a Ram the, 1500 the, the, that, uh, no, it's a 2,500, 2500. Man, and it's uh my work truck. Yeah. I mean, we can rekindle everybody's uh, memory, but what year is it? Uh, that I, it's an, it's a 99 that I Rhino lined every inch of the truck mm-hmm. and uh new suspension lifted eight inches, Nitto tires. Uh, and we'll have the uh, three hundred ninety two crate that uh, Mopar performance has given Mr. Warman to put in my truck, and the anchor was finally pulled three days ago out of that bad boy and i 'm sure that uh crate motors probably sitting in it right now, so we 'll have some pictures up on uh dover 's garage on Instagram, but um I cannot wait to get that sucker back here at the house now well, that's your boys work truck <laughs> came through with me, your boys came through. Thursday, they're delivering that Raptor.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the guys at Ford, we gave them a call, and I said, uh, hey, I drove the Raptor, and it was fun. Can you bring one down to Goldberg's house? They're like, sure, we'd (laughs) love to. Where does he live? And I told them, they're like, Okay, we'll do it. Let's not make this a habit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait till I, I'm going to take, I'm sitting out on my back deck of my garage right now, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking, I'm looking at, the, at the entire track on my 30 acres that I have dug with my tractor over the past, you know, week and a half because of these rains. <laughs> yeah. And you cannot believe what I'm going to put this truck through.
0: Oh, my gosh. Good. That's what it's supposed to be for. I see them rolling around. I saw, oh my God, I must have saw three or four of them on the way here to the studio this morning, just sitting in traffic with the rest of us. Sitting in traffic, not using it the way it's supposed to be used. Yeah, I mean, certainly not during the, during the week. I mean, maybe they take it out on the weekends or do something with it, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, saw a bunch of them, uh, uh, on the way here, um, and they're cool. They're good-looking trucks. I, I like those Raptors a lot, and uh, I I like that suspension because it, it actually is very comfortable. So, yes, yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna test drive a Raptor for uh, for a week and tell us what you think of that. Um, uh, it's interesting, sort of a, a different end of the spectrum. <clears throat> I'm driving a a Genesis, the Genesis G70. Yeah, yeah. And, and we, what do you think? I So I like it. This is the thing. We've been talking about this for a while, how like Genesis is the luxury brand from Hyundai. It's not, they don't want to call it a Hyundai. They call it a Genesis. And I get it. Like, you post some pictures of it, and everyone's like, ah, oh, you know, 49 grand seems really expensive for a Hyundai. Yes, it does. But we've been down this road before, right? I get the joke, and it's funny, but it's like, when did we start buying Lexus and stop saying, hey, it's 60 grand for a Toyota or Acura and going, hey, it's 50 grand for a Honda? Like, we'll get there eventually right the genesis brand will earn its merits on its own um for for what i think is a pretty decent car and so the, the genesis has essentially three cars in their lineup i think they have an suv coming out they have a g70 g80 and g90 and you can think of it as sort of the 3 series 5 series and 7 series of their lineup right you know the small medium and large if you will the Genesis G seventy that I have is the three point three liter twin turbo V six and it's it it boogies man it's fast it's three hundred sixty five horsepower and three hundred seventy something pound feet of torque, um uh, you know it's it's an automatic but it's got paddle shifting with rev matching it's got big Brembo brakes on it, um and uh you know it's got uh, a you know diamond stitched leather interior and it's got. Apple CarPlay and every safety feature you can imagine, and heated and cooled seats, and it's actually pretty nice. You know, certainly I would say, like with almost any car out there, you know, you're going to get a little bit better deal if you find one used. Genesis currently doesn't have a huge resale value, and for that reason, I'm driving a car that's forty nine thousand bucks, almost fifty thousand bucks and i i think it's fine i think you would go and you'd get that car maybe you lease it you drive it for a few years but if you want to go and buy one find one that's a year old 8000 miles on it and probably get it for 38 grand <laughs> you know and you get yourself a really nice car you know um i think that the uh The interior, I'm actually a fan of. I think the layout is fine and the quality of material seem pretty good. The leather seems fine. The use of aluminum and plastic, there's a little bit more uh, aluminum in there than you would think. And I like that, the way it feels over the plastic. And, you know, it's got the right tension on the buttons and it's got the right tension on the AC vents. One of the crazy things that I was I, I mentioned before was I drove the Aston Martin Vantage and the DB11, both Aston Martins, which I love those cars, but the AC vents have no tension on them. You're driving down the 405 freeway, you hit a little bump and the ACs flop up. And and now the vents aren't blowing on you anymore because they're so light and plasticky. I can't believe that's like still a thing that's in those cars. It needs to have the right tension on them, the right movement to them. You know, Jaguar got it right with the big round ones. They got a nice, smooth movement to them. And anyway, it's little things like that that you have to deal with every day. And I think the genesis is, is – is up there on par with any other Audi and BMW for the, for the most part. Maybe let's, let's say infinity Acura, you know, the, the ones it competes with, it's definitely worth a, a car worth checking out. Now the twin turbo V six, although it was fast, I can't say it's the most fuel efficient thing in the world, but I think there is like a two liter, you know, four cylinder version of it. if you're into that. Um, so it's nice. So here's the thing that a lot of guys have been asking me on social media. I've only been driving the G70 for a few days. They're saying, how does it compare to the Kia Stinger? Well, unfortunately, I haven't driven the Kia Stinger. So I can only go by uh, what what's kind of out there. Um, the, the Kia Stinger, from what I understand, is a great little kind of drifting machine, sporty car, but it's actually a little bigger than a G70. It's a little heavier than a G70. And I believe the suspension is a little softer than the G70. So if you actually want the sportier version of the two, they've got the same engine basically. But if you want the sportier version of the two, the Genesis G70 is probably the way to go. And, uh, and you know, look, the cars that I drive – they're all bumpy. They're all loud. So I can't really tell you does it have too much wind noise or is the ride too bumpy? Because you know, like I'll get into that next. Like I'm having the the coilovers installed on on my M3, right? So I have one set of bad coilovers removed and had a new set of good coilovers put on. Is it gonna ride like a G seventy? Hell no. <laughs> it's a it's yeah. an E46 M3 with coilovers on them. You know? Um but anyway, so my my sort of short synopsis on the Genesis G seventy is is I like it. Um I, I think it's a I think it's a pretty nice car. Um I You know, I'd like to spend a little more time in maybe the Acuras and the Infinities of the world to see how this kind of competes. I do have an Acura uh, RDX, the new for 2019 RDX SUV coming in, um, uh, I think, uh, end of the month or uh, beginning of next month. On the lineup, we've got this G70 that we're driving now. Um, We've got an Acura RDX coming in. Um, We've got a Lamborghini Huracan Performante Spider coming in and the, the Huracan I liked a lot and the Performante is supposed to be a night and day difference. Lighter, faster, any of the performance attributes that the Huracan was missing that the, uh, the Performante replaces. Um, and then uh, uh, a Ford Edge ST, which is another small SUV, but it's supposed to be a little sporty. We'll see how that is. So between now and February, uh, beginning of February, we've got a handful of things to test, and Goldberg's going to be testing the Raptor as well. Um, so it's kind of some some cool stuff.
2: But anyway, that's my. You don't sound too. You don't sound too impressed with the car overall.
0: You know It, it is. Um, I. I'm. I'm more curious in the luxury side of it. So uh, I, I'm driving the G70, and it's sporty. But the smaller sporty cars are the most competitive. Like, how does this compare to a 3-series BMW? I mean, it, it doesn't compare to an M3, but does it compare to a 3-series, you know, straight-six turbo kind of, you know? And and, and I'm not quite sure uh, yet, but I guess you'd have it, to it really look it at it
2: the It doesn't price. sound like you're going to say that it does.
0: Well, it, if I was going to spend uh, the money, I would... So my thought on it is this is like hey all right 50 grand for a brand new G70 or 50 grand for maybe a slightly used BMW I'd probably get the BMW but yeah. if my price range was under 40 grand that's a that's a game changer cuz now I can go oh for under 40 grand you could probably get a used G70 with all the options and now it's now it's good now it's mm. now you're there you know, now you're going to have a hard time finding something like that for, you know, for 38 grand, it's, it's you know, assuming that's what it comes in used. Um,
2: something, something that I, uh, kind of likened to this category remember years ago, the Phaeton, the VW Phaeton. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's a higher class vehicle, but did you ever drive one of those?
0: I, I did. And, uh, and it, it was one of the first cars I got in where the vents would kind of spin around, kind of like the new Jags do and stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I liked it, and it was sort of it was sort of the reduced priced version of the Audi A8.
2: Did it make you forget about it? You know the 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 moniker, the VW. You know, spending that that you know adage, uh, spending a hundred grand for a Infiniti or, or a, a G uh, GTR, you know, or Nissan or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It... I see
0: what you're saying. So at at the sticker price. It was a little high, but again, it's like a year or two into it, that thing was a bargain.
2: No question, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. initially, did it make you forget about that you're you know the fact that you're driving a bug?
0: <laughs> right? No, because I it, it didn't make me forget about it because of the same strategy here. It's like you can spend whatever the the Phaeton was, uh, you know. I for the sake of
2: argument, call it. Seventy-five grand. They were eight, they were eighty grand because I, I wanted one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's say eighty grand. And be like, this is a really nice car for eighty grand. But can I get a one-year-old A8? You know, can I get the Audi for eighty grand? And that's kind of where I was in my head because cars cars are pretty good. Like cars are pretty good now. That getting something with with a few miles on them is. Is, is not a terrible idea, you know, especially if you're buying the car. Look, if you're leasing and there's good lease rates out there and you're going to flip it in a couple of years anyway and get into the new thing, that's, that, that's fine. That's just, it's a different argument and we can argue over the, the merits and demerits of leasing versus buying and all that stuff. But, um, and of course, collector cars, you know, you don't, you don't need to lease a red eye, you buy a red eye because you're going to keep a red eye. You know, there's things like that, but um,
2: anyway, it's just kind of... Each, each one has its own, yeah. its own little story.
0: I, I really want to try the Genesis G ninety. I went to the LA Auto Show and I saw the G ninety. I literally went from the Cadillac booth to the Genesis booth. I saw the Cadillac CT six, which is a beautiful car, uh, and there's a CT six V. Uh, it's the one Ray Donovan's rolling around in this season, and uh, and uh, and then I went over to the Genesis G ninety, and I would I would. I mean, I didn't spend too much time with them, but I just kind of looked at the two and I would say the G90 had a nicer interior than the Cadillac. And uh wow. you know, I don't I don't know what it does performance-wise, um but uh but I'd really like to try that. So, um I asked for that as well. I said, "Hey, can can we get a G90 at some point?" And uh there's far fewer of them in their press fleet, so we got to wait a bit for that, but um you know, it's, it's going to be hey, pretty uh, interesting.
2: Uh, uh, and you know, let's let's uh, end of the year. Did we ever resolve the lemon law thing with Wanda's Escalade? Did Did you ever hear the end result with that?
0: Oh, I I don't know that we did that. Um, let me see. You, you you talked about it. You swapped. Uh, you you you
2: got got her the Range Rover. Got her we the Range waiting, Rover. We were waiting patiently for Cadillac to do their thing.
0: Yeah, and what happened? Remind us. uh,
2: Let's talk. It was a wonderful experience. Local Cadillac dealer walked us right through it, the GM. And, uh, you know, it was on the eight-week, you know, timeline that he told us. And, you know, after a couple phone calls, we got a very nice check from Cadillac. So, you know, opening up with a bad local dealer, let's talk about a, a good local dealer, you know, and something positive that happened to somebody in the car world. Yeah. So you know, not all lemon law battles, you know, are either lost or are um, strenuous to go through. Or you know, it's, it's, it was a it wasn't a bad experience at all.
0: It's weird to me. i mean, first of all, congratulations, fantastic, good job, Cadillac and Cadillac dealer. But it's it's weird to me that the experience of of getting a check and lemon lawing a car. Was can
2: be easier, easier than yeah. just
0: buying a red eye and getting it delivered on time.
2: <laughs> well, uh, within the the dealerships are uh, within a hundred yards of each other, yet the uh, mode of operandi seems quite different.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. So I'll tell you guys about what I'm doing on my car first. Let me tell you about Geico. Everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off your dry cleaning. You pick up some milk. And now you can add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list. And you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. If you just go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket because you're buying some nittos, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Check out geico.com. All right, so, Goldberg, you were talking about how much you dig the uh, the KW suspension that you were uh,
2: uh, oh, yeah. putting on your, on and your I, Hellcat. And I saw my man, you got yours too. Yeah,
0: so we're at SEMA, I'm outside, I'm looking at your car, the Hellcat, it's got the wheel loft, the brakes on it, the KWs, I'm like, sweet, and... uh I beelined it over to the KW booth, and I was like, "Hey, let's talk." And uh, <laughs> and you know, a little little deal making here and there, a couple of emails, some dotted lines signed, and uh, and um, we made a deal where I purchased some uh, some KW. Uh,
2: hold, hold, hold on a second. You didn't have to give them blood.
0: <laughs> no, I did give them some money though. <laughs> Damn. I did give them some money, uh, and we had to. Uh, 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 well, we had a nice talk a little bit about it. And the KW coilover suspensions, for the most part in their lineup, just to give you a quick little overview, they basically have three levels, what they call a variant one, variant two, and variant three. And you basically just have like a fixed, a single adjustable, and a double adjustable for compression and rebound. And I said, let's go big, baby. So I got Varian 3s, and uh, I'm having them all um, put on uh, on the M3 right now. They look fantastic. But as you guys know, I've been working with uh, Turner Motorsport as well. Um, the BMW guys, uh, we've done a bunch of cool stuff with them. And uh, that's kind of what we were waiting for is I had a terrible old uh, coilover system, 15 years old. And for some reason – they're supposed to be adjustable. They never are. We, we, we tried using all types of uh, adjustments on them and turning the little screw and all this stuff, and it wasn't making any difference in the world. And by the way, why are we still adjusting these things with a little tiny Allen key and and just (laughs) counting the turns of the Allen key? What happened to having like a nice, like, knurled knob or something with an actual click to it, right? And finally, like, KW is like, check out these big purple knobs we have that you can, you can spin uh, with numbers on them. It's like, perfect. Just tell me what number to go with and I'll do it. So I talked to those guys. I like the pieces. I posted some photos up on, uh, on social media, you can see sort of the quality of the pieces. Um, but this was also an opportunity to, um, to dig through my parts bin that, uh, that Turner motorsport hooked me up with and, um, you E46 guys out there. Yes, I do have the full subframe reinforcement package from them. They sent me the big bag of all the little plates that get bolted in and welded in. So the whole subframe on that thing is basically done. Uh, all the pieces that came with their kit, um, we we had to drop the entire rear end of that car the whole thing suspension rear diff everything welded up all the plates bolted everything back in um the 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 shock mounts are new the uh bushings are new for the for the for the control arms and then the rear um what do you call it? like toe links or or uh, you know the alignment bars basically the the uh for the rear Rag- that um rag-ling that are, uh, that came from Turner that are all adjustable. Uh You'll see them. They're bright blue under the car. And they're like, should we paint them, make them black and hide them? I was like, no, leave them blue. So when I photograph <laughs> them, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so when you look at the photos, you could see all the blue pieces and then, you know, what's going on. So um I don't have the car back yet. It should be getting wrapped up um, pretty much as we speak. My guy just texted me, says it's at the alignment shop and getting done. Got the HREs back on there. And, uh, and what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to start with the settings that KW recommended. And uh, he said, put it started it in the middle here at, at these settings. And I'll, I'll go over them at some point with you guys. And uh, or I'll post them up on the social media when I as I take more photos. And he said, for the street, start with a click and then another click to soften it. And then for the track, click up for here and here. And uh, there was a little bit different settings for both the front and the rear. So I'm going to start in the middle, drive it in, let it settle a little bit. I'm going to soften a little for the street. Maybe I'll try the track setting as well, see how I like it, and sort of report back to you guys the difference between them. And I forgot how many adjustments there are, six or eight or or something. or I don't know if it's 12. I don't know if it's quite that many. Um, but the guys at KW are saying that, hey, don't go crazy with it. One click is a noticeable difference. So don't like start in the middle and go, you know, don't go from five clicks in the middle and then go down to two. Like it's going to be huge difference. Try one click at a time just to notice the little differences. And I like that. That's fine. That's good advice. So we're going to – I'm going to try that out. But – um uh I'm excited about it. It should be good. And, I can't
2: and, I can't wait to hear what you think of it.
0: You know, uh, a Turn also has the caster camber plates up up in the engine compartment now. You guys will see those, so we can really kind of dial in the suspension between the uh between the rods in the back that we added to the, you know, um for the for the rear alignment and the caster camber plates, we should be able to really get this thing dialed in. Again, still I just need to get this goddamn clutch figured out because it's literally just hurting my leg and throwing out my spine. And, but other than that, and, um, and the guy should be doing the tune. And I said, he's like, I've been working on the tune. I've got a little bit smoothed out. I'm going to upload that into the car. And I said, great. I said, however, as much as I need a good tune to make this thing drivable, anybody listening to the show, they just want to get numbers. So once you get this tune dialed in, Let me know. I'm going to come over. We're going to put it on the dyno and let's find out how much horsepower this goddamn car is making. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've got some ideas. I I have, you know, I think I think it's going to be somewhere in the uh, I want to say somewhere in the four thirty to four sixty horsepower range at the tires. I think that's it's respectable, I think it's gonna put it case. yeah, I think it's gonna put down about uh, four thirty to four sixty at the tires that's that's kind of what I'm going for and uh uh and we'll we'll see where it goes you know um I don't think it'll do much less than that uh I don't know if we're gonna get as much as four eighty but you know let's call it four forty you know four forty four fifty at the tires might be. Well, might be pretty good. And I'm trying to think of where those cars came in stock.
2: Um, Surely not that. (laughs) No,
0: they were rated at 333, and I think they put down something like 290, 295 of the tires. You know, so maybe we're adding about 150 horsepower to the tires, 145, 100, somewhere in there. It's fast. It feels fast,
2: you know. Little go kart, man. Golly, yeah. gee.
0: Yeah, and uh, it'll it'll it handles good. It's it it runs good. But um, uh, anyway, that's kind of what we got uh, going on with all of that stuff. Um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. We got to give the studio over to somebody else. But um, I'm gonna remind you guys uh, a little bit about Dodge. You know, snow or ice, rain or shine, like we have out here right now. A little bit of rain, a little bit of shine. Dodge's all wheel drive lineup is ready for anything this winter will throw out you. Hurry into your Dodge, start something new event, and get a great deal on a brand new winter ready dodge. Definitely did you not. Say throw out you. Throw out you? Throw throws at you? Thank you. How's how's winter gonna throw out you?
2: Whatever winter throws at you. I don't know, you. I didn't I didn't understand and I figured they're paying you a lot of money, so you might want to yeah. eloquate the, the proper word. Oh. <laughs> You have to have me do this for something on the show, right?
0: That's right. I'm going to send the ads. I'm going to email you the ads. You're going to
2: read the go ads. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. You uh, you may continue. <laughs> what does he know about Dodge commercials? Yeah. What do you know about Dodge commercials, buddy? <laughs> Nothing. That's why I made sure that you, you know, pronounced yeah. the right words.
0: Well, uh, all right. That's what we got there. So, um Guys, happy new year. Looking forward to a great new, uh, looking great, look, looking great. I'm looking great. I'm looking forward to a great 2019. Of course, you can follow us at carcashshow.com. That's the website, all the social media. You can follow me at Motorator. I got some pictures up on all the social media of what's going on with the BMW. So check that out. And then uh, uh, Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter. And goldberg 95 and Goldberg's garage on Instagram and I did c- click over to Goldberg's garage on Instagram and I did see some pictures over uh, over at Warman's garage pulling the engine out of your out of your Dodge truck. So if you guys want to see what's going on over there, you should uh you should definitely uh check out that Instagram page. Um, all yeah, right, man, and
2: happy Happy New Year to everybody! And hopefully, you know, in the coming weeks, we got uh, Speedcore on the show. We got uh, Marcus about the Lawman. We got some very interesting news about that coming up, and then you know, just uh, normal fun and games.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, the Scottsdale Auction Week is coming up. I'm going to try to head out there, hit up Barrett Jackson and Gooding and RM, and uh, report back from there. And uh, as you guys are listening to this, of course, tune in again on Friday uh, when Adam and I are going to be talking to Craig Jackson from Barrett Jackson Auction. He's going to call calling in the show to give us a little preview of the Barrett Jackson auctions, and he's going to give us uh, he's going to run down a couple of the uh, the really cool cars uh, listed on the docket for their event. So um, lots of great awesome. stuff.
2: I don't want to be there for that because I have spent way too much money. <laughs> and, too hey, much. Uh, in the next coming, you know, week, in the next week, there'll be another commercial online with two Dodge vehicles. It will not be a Dodge commercial, but it's a new product that I'm coming out with. So check out the Charger. It'll be uh, front and center.
0: Awesome, man. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Uh, until next time, for, uh, for Goldberg and myself and Chris Laksamana, CarCast is brought to you by Dodge. Snow or ice, rain or shine, Dodge's all-wheel drive lineup is ready for anything this winter throws at you. Hurry into the Dodge Start Something New event and get a great deal on a brand new winter-ready Dodge.